Hello and welcome. My name is Roger Quayle, and you are listening to My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts. Hello and welcome back to My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts with me, your host, Roger Quayle, and thank you for joining me. Today's episode looks back at January 1980 and a run of gigs at the Blitz Club at the George IV on Infirmary Road in Sheffield, with particular focus on They Must Be Russians. Formed at Sheffield University in 1977, They Must Be Russians comprised of visiting students from all over the UK. The Russians had something of a revolving door policy when it came to personnel changes, but the lineup we're going to talk about today is one of their most stable. So here we go then, with honourable mentions for the Stunt Kites, Urban Tech and Vendino Pact. It's They Must Be Russians, at the Blitz Club at the George IV on Tuesday the 29th of January 1980. I got fined 40 quid for putting a poster up. The bloke who beat his wife up was only fined 30. Steve Chapman fought the law, and the law won. The Stunt Kites guitarist is regaling us with his tale of a run-in with the Sheffield Magistrates' Court. The usual suspects, old-school pals Lango, Timbo, Wilmer and myself, are in the Bay Horse pub. We are unanimous in our verdict that the law is an ass, as we adjourn to talk and drink the hind legs off a Friday night. Our caseload for the evening includes the sportsman, the hall car, and the Normanton, where the locals look at us funny because we drink red wine. We're out getting blitzed in Pittsmore. The dawn of the 80s has only registered a minor blip on the flat line of unemployed life, as I enter my second year of signing on. The Soviet Union has invaded Afghanistan, prompting fears that the Cold War might be heating up again. Nearer to home, the police have asked pubs and clubs to play a tape of a recorded voice. I'm Jack. I see you are still having no luck catching me. Which they believe to be that of the Yorkshire Ripper. With the callow teenage disregard of quick-on-the-droll ponslingers, we wonder if they might have better luck with a remix called Ripper's Delight. Meanwhile, in music, Anarchy in the UK is number one again on John Peel's Festive 50, rapidly becoming stairway to heaven for the sniffing glue generation. Pink Floyd are at the top of the UK singles chart with Another Brick in the Wall. Proof that the prog rock dinosaurs were not obliterated by the punk rock fireball, but were simply hibernating. At the George IV pub, my beloved Blitz Club continues to be the tumble-down fulcrum for the local live music scene. The year kicks off with a shambolic set from the Stunkites, the sound of a band being ground down by drugs, drink and public disinterest. The following week sees purple-haired promoter Disco John take a chance on urban tech. 
three synth-wielding steelworkers from Scunthorpe. A rumour goes around that Urban Tech is, in fact, a nom de plume for Cabaret Voltaire doing a secret gig. But the busy Tuesday night gathering are disappointed to be force-fed an evening of derivative electronic winner-lot. The Newman League, as one observer, witheringly describes them, leaving Urban Tech quickly exposed as the Emperor's noy clothes. So it's left to a vibrant Vendino pact, seemingly able to scrape the stratosphere simply by standing on tippy-toes to help restore my faith in the young sound of Sheffield. At both the Blitz and the Broadfield, where they wryly headline their own rock-against-groups-who-overestimate-their-own-importance mini-festival. It's the end of January before I finally catch up with They Must Be Russians, a group giddily based around a revolving door of university students, with more lineup changes than the cast of Blake's Seven. Having purchased their Cabaret Voltaire-produced debut EP last summer, I've been looking forward to seeing them live. When they started life as a punk band in 1977, each member adopted the familial nomenclature Russian as a tribute to the Ramones and as a disguise to dodge the DHSS. Since then, there have already been enough Russians to give the Romanovs a run for their ruble. Martin Russian, Hazel Russian, Tony Russian, Lisa Russian and Chris Russian have already served the motherland. With the current lineup comprising founder member Russ, guitarist Paul and bass player Carl. The upstairs room at the George IV is packed to capacity for they must be Russians and a young female fan faints in the crush of anticipation. Looking on our biology student Barry Russell Davis from Pinner in Middlesex and genetics undergraduate Paul Widger hailing from nearby Kenton. The two met at the Sheffield Student Union Now Society, a hub for would-be musicians, dreamers and drunkards. With the gleeful detachment of outsiders, they have successfully skewered the moors of the South Yorkshire music scene with wicked parodies of Cabaret Voltaire, Do the Ravioli, and The Human League, Being Casseroled. Now, with the addition of Carl O'Connor, a sociology student from Manchester, on bass, and the trusty Dr Rhythm drum machine having been retired in favour of local drummer Hayden Boys Weston, They Must Be Russians are in danger of becoming a proper group. The band sneak into the stealthy deja voodoo of Where Have I Seen You? Tom Verlaine's television picking up signals from Jamaican Roots Radio. This is swiftly followed by a cover of Lennon and McCartney's Do You Want to Know a Secret? Billy J. Kramer's winsome rendition, spookily reimagined as a Kim Philby espionage assignment. Watching the Russians is akin to switching between Monty Python's Flying Circus and The World at War. The Roy Harperish Holocaust Zonderzuger ballad Circus shunts abruptly 
into the daft bagpipe boogie. Carl manfully wrestling the squealing tartan beastie into submission to general delight. Brigadoon then evaporates as the radioactive drone of Nagasaki's children fills the room. A slab of industrial doom which actually manages to outcab the cabs themselves. This in turn is juxtaposed with the hilarious uproar of Don't Try to Cure Yourself, also known as a talk on VD, with Ross lecturing us on the perils of sexually transmitted diseases, complete with a slideshow and deadpan backing vocals from Paul. Once you get the hang of these lurching, roaring 40s-style swings from the sublime to the ridiculous, life on the good ship Russian is largely rewarding, only with an apparently straight-faced reading of Nelly the Elephant do they slip briefly into ragweek silliness. The doleful ballad, Air to Breathe, with its chiming 12-string guitar, is plaintively sung by Russ, while Paul channels Snakefinger of the residence for his solo. This penultimate offering illustrates their gift for songcraft when they put their minds to it and the band exits to wild approbation with the gleeful pogo fury of I want to hold you now. I'm reminded of two nights at the Limit Club in 1978 with the first band I paid to see twice. Lancastrian purveyors of sex and drugs and sausage rolls, the Smirks. Fearlessly traversing and frequently falling from the high wire between the clash and the goodies. They were charity shop clowns taking their stupidity seriously. They must be Russians at the Blitz Club are enormous fun and instantly rescue a jaded January. Can I be a Russian too? Remembering Hayden Boys Weston, who passed away in 2014, aged 54. You have been listening to My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts with me, your host, Roger Quayle. Thank you to Brent for the guest voice and to Carl O'Connor for getting out the bagpipes. Thanks also to Rena for the artwork and to Simon for the intro and outro music. Join me again next time for another episode from My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts. This is Roger Quayle saying thanks and bye-bye. <laughs>